Hi and welcome to Think Healthy with Hayley. This is a podcast for women who are interested in health, fitness, weight loss and mindset. So if you want to feel more in control, enjoy food, stop dieting and just feel happier and healthier and getting to where you want to be, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into the episode. So in this episode, we're talking about the summer holidays and how it can be a fairly challenging time to lose weight, but there's also loads of incredible opportunities to make fantastic weight, health, fitness progress over this time, even if you don't see immediate changes on the scales. And with summer, I have a lot of clients who are having a lot of fun at the moment, and it's really cool to see. They've got barbecues, going to festivals, going to social events, trips, camping, going out for drinks, socialising. It's all the good stuff that we all want to be doing, right? And going on holiday somewhere lovely and warm and sunny and abroad or here. It's a great time of year. It's a really good time of year to be just enjoying life and being outside and being with people you love. And that can mean that it's difficult to focus on nutrition and finding balance and losing weight and it's often a time when people might decide I'm just going to forget about health and weight loss for now and I'll start again like in September but that doesn't tend to work well for people because there's never an easy time to focus on your health and fitness goals and to lose weight if that's your goal there's always going to be things that are happening there's always social events and there's Mother's Day there's Easter there's Christmas Day there's Father's Day there's bank holidays there's throughout the year there are things that will get in the way and life will just throw various challenges at you pretty much the whole time so it actually means that summer is a brilliant time to focus on your goals for a number of reasons and one of those being like it's a great time to eat some really nutritious foods that we love you can have some delicious salads you can create you can have barbecues where you actually make them really nutritious you can get sausages that are low in fats like chicken or turkey sausages low-fat burgers you can get just good quality meats on there chicken fish you can eat lovely fresh seasonal fruits and there's a lot that's in your control a lot of these meals out and social events they're interspersed over the summer but they're not the whole time there's loads and loads of meals that we've got full control over where you can be sticking to healthy habits and making a big difference to your goals and The other thing to bear in mind is it really depends how you define success. So a lot of people wanting to lose weight will just look at the scales as their one way of defining whether they're succeeding and on track. And that is not a great approach because the scales will not always give an accurate representation of what's actually happening. And if you are having social events, you're going out, you're having having fun, having higher carb foods, having some salty foods like crisps or takeaways or meals out now and again that's going to impact your weight just through water retention on its own if you're having more carbs more salt the next day you generally will weigh a little bit more just because those two things carbs and salt mean that your body retains more water for a day or two after plus hormones volume of food that we've eaten the previous day various things can impact our weight that are nothing to do with body fat so it's really important to not just judge progress by the scales. And if you're away, if you have a weekend away or a festival or a holiday 
and you come back and weight's gone up. Like if you can look back on that time and you actually made better choices, you were working on your goals still and you noticed that you had slightly less of things you would have overindulged on before, you maybe were more active, you just did things a bit better and more aligned with who you want to be, then that's huge progress. Even if you don't see anything on the scales, that will add up to significant progress over time. And it's so often the case that people have actually made progress, but they just, they don't see it on the scales. So they feel like they failed and then they eat out of frustration and then they never see the progress they've actually made. So keeping in mind, you can make amazing progress through habits and choices and it won't necessarily have an immediate payoff on scales, but in the mid to longer term, it will definitely help you get to your goals and help you stay there as well, much more so than cutting everything out and restricting and going on a diet plan, losing the weight quickly and then putting it all back on. So living life at the same time as losing weight is actually the best way to learn the skills and the habits that we need to get to the goal and keep the results for good. There's no value in missing life, social events, like cutting foods out, restricting, being miserable on a, a strict plan, perhaps losing the weight you want to lose, but then just gaining it all back. Because if you follow a plan for a short period of time and then just the, the goal is to just get the weight loss and then go back to normal life, if you do that and return to what you were doing before, your body will return to that as well. Our bodies are just a reflection of our habits and choices over a fairly long period of time. So we need to make sure then that our lifestyle habits, routines create the results that we want. So short-term plans won't do that, but making changes to habits and choices over periods of time, like a summer holidays, that's how you create amazing results in the months after that. And then through Christmas into the next year, that's where you then get to next summer and you're in a fantastic place where you feel so happy and proud because you took the time to make it work for you through habits in the long term, not through quick restrictive choices or through just giving up on your goals because it wasn't a clear run that you needed. So how do we do this differently in the summer holidays and handle it in a way that helps us get to the goals we've got? I'm going to break this down into a few different points because there's maybe strategies for when you're at home or when you're out with kids. And then there's strategies for if you're on a holiday and there's hotel buffet food and that kind of thing. So I'm going to start with if you are at home and out with kids or if you don't have kids, you're just maybe taking some time off and going out and about with friends or family. And basically at this time, when we're not working, we don't have as much structure or routine as we do when we are at work or in our just normal weekly life. And it's the same at weekends as well. We don't tend to have the structure and routine then. And that's where often people do fantastic well in the week, create some progress, but then kind of eat all the calories back or drink the calories back as well over the weekend and, and get sort of stuck, not really making progress. And it's that structure and routine that often makes quite a difference to that. So if we're thinking in the holiday times, what can you still stick to in terms of the structures and routines that work for you? Could you still make a, a daily plan for your food that day and things you want to get done for yourself? So with my online coaching clients, we have a, a five minute daily planning sheet that just gets them to list what they're going to have for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks 
and activity for that day and anything fun any downtime any self-care stuff they want to do so it's all written down and the title of the sheet is five minutes daily plan so it's a really quick and simple plan it doesn't have to take even five minutes but it's just deciding ahead of time okay this is what i'm going to do today this is my meals that i would enjoy i know they work for me i want to get some activity in today because that makes me feel great so i'm going to do a walk at this time or i'm going to work out this time and then self-care and downtime that easily gets lost if we don't have a plan for it so i'm going to make sure that i go and do some gardening or read my book or talk to my friend later and then those things get done and having a plan structure routine it can feel sometimes it feels a bit boring or a bit kind of like you constrained when you just want freedom and flexibility in the holidays but it actually makes things work so much better for the vast majority of people because you're planning things you want to do you're planning food that makes you feel great you're planning activities that you enjoy as well and you get that sense of accomplishment still that you have moved forward in that day in some way and obviously some days you might just want to rest and be spontaneous and that's great as well the vast majority of the time if you've made a plan ahead of time and it feels doable you'll be really pleased with the outcome of that day and it builds that consistency and momentum that helps you still see progress at any time and thinking about what times and routines work for you with meal choices or just things that you like to do in your normal life you might find that it works for you to get up in the morning and do a workout then and you've been doing that before the kids were going to school so you might want to potentially carry on with that have that routine there or go for a walk at a certain time or do something that just helps you to have your food ready for that day whether it's prepping things at a certain point little bits and pieces like that keep into the weekly food shop structure and routine will help massively in any way that you can just use that template you've already created and just plop it into the summer holidays and keep following that. Often with going to bed is another key one as well. If you know at a certain time of night you tend to go to bed when you're in a normal routine, then sticking to that can be really, really helpful. Very easy to not do, but makes such a huge difference if you do. And then you have the energy the next day, you feel great, you just, your body really thrives on that routine with eating and sleeping as well so it tends to mean you make better decisions you have more energy and that then translates into things just working that much better doing a plan for each day either at the start of the day or the night before is really valuable to do so either that five minute daily planning sheet or any other way that you want to do it just noting down like this is what i want to do for today and having a think about it at a set time either first thing in the morning or the night before and if you're going out somewhere for the day could you do a quick search of the the menu of where you're going or the the place that you're going to try and find a cool place to go for food where you think actually like maybe that's got some great choices that they align with my goals there's some good nutrition there a lot of places these days would do some lovely salads or superfood bowls all sorts of things can work but the bit of research prior to that so you know where to go and you know what's on the menu that you might like can really help and you might decide do you know what they've got an amazing burger or they have incredible cakes and i want to go and enjoy that today knowing that and knowing that there might be something that's not that nutritious fairly high in calories but you think that's a worth it choice that can help you then decide okay i'm going to get my protein and my veg in around that meal so if i'm out for lunch i'll make sure when i get back for dinner i've got a nice salad or stir fry ready with some protein my breakfast, I'll get some good protein and some fruit there. 
and that can mean the day becomes well balanced rather than without that plan it can easily kind of tail off into just eating lots of calories and usually carbs not getting the protein and veg that make you feel great as well and if you're out could you have a snack with you like a just a protein bar in your bag in case you're out and about and you get hungry and there's no nutritious options available things like trek bars work well too or naked bars fruit is obviously great if you can take fruit with you protein bars the the best ones are in most supermarkets now and of petrol stations wh smith the best ones would be well in terms of taste grenade bars grenade carb killer bars and phd smart protein bars and the fulfill bars and all of those are quite readily available now they work really well for a snack they taste like a chocolate bar they are close to the same calories as a chocolate bar so they sometimes are a good choice sometimes something else might work better but having that as a backup to have a a 200 calorie protein bar that saves you from having a 500 calorie snack that you didn't even enjoy that much but it was just the only thing there that's a great thing to have so it's good to have the option at least and sometimes you might be able to take a picnic if you're going out to certain places and then you've got the choice you can put some protein stuff in there like could be boiled eggs or baby bells could be chicken sandwich with a high protein filling could be a nice salad there's all sorts of things you could put in that that make it actually really enjoyable as well as nutritious and literally this weekend one of my clients is going to uh, i think opera and she's taking tupperware box picnic for the family because the weather forecast is a bit iffy might rain normally they take a whole picnic that they will share out but this is with family members who would enjoy kind of standard picnic stuff like sausage rolls and sandwiches and that kind of thing my client wants to have some great nutrition that she really enjoys as well so by everyone having their own little picnic box it makes it easier to just have everyone enjoying what they want to have and for my client she can stay aware of her choices she can eat it mindfully she knows it's aligned with her goals it's easier for her to be aware she's had enough protein she's not overindulged she can come away from that feeling great like she's just hit that sweet spot where she enjoyed her food and it was portioned out and it works really well so picnics can be a great shout keeping hydrated wherever you go as well makes a massive difference taking a bottle like a chili bottle just as a as a habit just having one in the car when you're out and about uh, that can save a lot of eating that our bodies mistake that sense of hunger for no our bodies mistake that sense of thirst and think that we're hungry and we need more food very easy to get just a bit dehydrated when you're out and about and then be much more inclined to have food or ice cream or something that you didn't actually feel hungry for but you thought you did um when out asking what's worth it as well if you're out with kids for example and they're having ice cream asking like is that worth it if it is like in, enjoying an ice cream with your kids is is a lovely thing to do if you think do you know what? i'm not that hungry at the moment or none of those are actually that amazing that there's other ice cream i prefer more than what they've got in the ice cream van then it's a great opportunity to to say no but knowing that you're not banned from having that ice cream it's not a bad food it's it's always allowed you're just making that choice the mindset around all of these kind of decisions is really key because you can look at it as i'm missing out i'm being restricted um this is what our brains often tell us but in reality it's it's always your choice you can have what you want and you're choosing this option and that feels empowering and is truthful as well there is nothing that you can't have 
But if you decide, hey, I'm going to have the maybe the low calorie ice cream that's available, which might be like a Twister or a Nobbly Bobbly or a Solero or Calippo, maybe you go for that because it's refreshing and you know it's low in calories, helps your goals that bit more. That could feel like a diet choice or that could feel like just a smart choice in that situation. It's all down to how you're how you're choosing to see it and what feels right for you. Sometimes the high calorie magnum or whatever is a great choice. Sometimes the low calorie option or saying no is a great choice. How you think about it will make the difference. And just continuing to remind yourself, no foods are bad foods. You can have anything you want and still lose weight. It's about being selective and choosing choosing what's most worth it to you because obviously if we have everything that we come across we're not going to get to the goals that we've got but if you're selective and you're choosing the things you love most that allows you to say no to the things that are kind of nice but not amazing and then you've got the nutrition in there that makes you feel great so you've got a really good balance of mostly great nutrition plus things that you really enjoy that are really worth it to you and remembering that saying no to that food like this time is saying yes to your happiness and your goals. It's not saying no and being restricted and missing out. It's your choice and you're choosing on this occasion to say yes to your weight loss goals. On another occasion, saying yes to the ice cream or donut or whatever else indulgent food is there could still be you saying yes to your goals because that could be having a healthy balanced relationship with food and proving that worth it things are absolutely great to include in your weekly plan it's all context dependent and you can't get it wrong you can either come out of it feeling great and think that was a great choice I'm really happy about that or you might decide actually I'd do that differently next time and if so then you've learned something helpful for next time like you either win or you learn you can't mess this up and the one thing that you choose isn't the issue either like one indulgent choice that will never have any impact on weight loss what will have an impact is making that choice many many times and not being selective or feeling like you've ruined it because you made that one indulgent choice and then having loads of other things because well I've ruined it now so I may as well just keep going if you avoid that mindset and it's just the one thing and you enjoy it and then you get back to great nutrition and keep going then you're bang on track for getting to any weight loss goal that you've got and you can balance things out as well. This is just helpful to know that if you have something that is high in calories, high in carbohydrates, high in fats, if you're out at a barbecue or a, a restaurant and you have really anything where you're eating out socially, there's often more carbs, more fats in that kind of food, more calories. And there's less protein or at least less kind of lean quality protein and less vegetables and sort of natural nutrients. So knowing that, knowing that I've had decent amount of carbs and fats, decent amount of calories, knowing that you can plan the meals around it to be lower in carbs and fats and really good amount of protein, fruits and vegetables. So you're getting the nutrients in before and after that indulgent choice. And then when you look at it over the day and over the week, it can become really well balanced again. And actually those those choices can fit in fine because you've thought about it and just added the nutrients at other times and if you've got a high protein high veg meal it's not that many calories in that so it just balances out nicely with a higher calorie choice elsewhere and always listening to what your body's telling you as well just listening to hunger and fullness 
in both situations, like when you're having that indulgence, when you know this indulgent food, like I can have this again anytime I choose, it's not a bad food, it's not off limits, that can help you eat it a lot more mindfully and really enjoy it slowly and noticing the taste. And you might then get to a point where there's still some of that food left and normally you might have eaten it all. Maybe this time you notice, actually, I feel quite satisfied. And you could leave a bit of that behind, just knowing that it's never going to be off the table. It's not off, off limits at any point. And that means then you potentially save some calories doing that. And then listening to your body again, like when you next feel hungry is a great time to eat some protein and veg. But you don't need to force yourself to eat. You don't need to starve yourself either. It's just having the awareness and then letting your body tell you what it wants as well. And then moving on from this, when you are on holiday, say you're going abroad or in the UK and you are staying somewhere where there's a hotel, or you can eat buffet, one of my favourite things in the world. With this, it can be very easy to overindulge, especially if you're there for a week or two weeks and it's like all inclusive, there's just loads of food available. Strategies that can help with this. First is going going for one plate of anything that looks good just taking little sample bites of all the things that look really nice like things you'd want to try really tiny portions of that can help if you are if it is a buffet situation and you can often just kind of even when they portion things out on the buffet sometimes they they're still a decent portion so sometimes just snipping off the end of something just to have a little taste and then putting those bits on your plate and then taste testing them that can often help to decide certain things there might look amazing but not be worth it. And then the things that are amazing you can go back for and have a little bit more. And it's taking those little bits in the first place kind of promotes the the mindful eating goal that we're aiming for. And then really noticing it and remembering that there will be more than one day at this buffet. And you've got time to try things as well. Buffets are something I have struggled with for my whole life probably like knowing when to stop and just I get so excited when I see all the foods available and I want to try everything and then I come away from those buffets or I have come away in the past feeling so stuffed and bloated and my stomach is just not happy and that memory is something now that I use to help me make much more conscious choices at buffets these days still not always stopping at the right time but much sooner than otherwise knowing that it's just a horrible feeling when you've overeaten like to that extent and it's so much better if you can come away having tasted and enjoyed stuff left some things that looked incredible knowing that there's still going to be incredible foods if like probably tomorrow but if not in your future like there's still going to be loads of lovely foods to eat and you always feel so much better when you found that point when you stopped at satisfied and you won't always do that but it's really helpful to remember how great it feels to do that versus how it doesn't feel great to overeat and sometimes we can convince ourselves that holidays are about just letting go and indulging having everything which sounds great in theory but we then kind of forget that it feels awful after every time and by reminding yourself of that and telling yourself the whole story like not letting your brain just tell you yeah it's holiday let's have everything reminding yourself if we do that we feel rubbish after there is a middle ground to find then that can help to build that practice as well and you might do better at buffets than I do but this is a strategy that I found really helpful and reminding yourself how do you want to feel later in any situation whether it's a buffet or a meal out 
how do you want to feel later on it's always going to be light and healthy and like I've had a lovely meal but I stopped when it was the right time and then I can go out for a walk or I can go and do something else and I feel like I can move my body and I've got energy I don't feel lethargic or sluggish I feel good and that's takes practice but having that in mind in those situations and eating slowly talking to people putting your knife or fork down taking your time all those things can help a lot and really noticing what's the most amazing food here what's the things that I could probably leave behind and then yeah enjoy enjoy most of all thinking about activity as well like when you're away on holiday can you walk somewhere can you go for a swim in the pool can you use the gym if they've got a gym there could you do a class like sometimes they'll do fun classes you can get involved in as well and being active when you're away it makes such a difference to how people tend to feel and obviously any activity is great you might find you can play tennis or other sports but just being active will help massively when you are probably eating more than you normally would do and doing the activity will help burn off some of those calories but that's not the goal not the reason to do it mostly it's about feeling great and taking great care of your body our bodies are made to move and we feel best when we're moving regularly so if we're just going and resting and not doing anything and we're eating more we do tend to come back feeling not great having gained a bit of weight and not feeling our best when we arrive home but if there's that sense of I'm going to go and explore, like if you're in a city, if you can be walking around everywhere or if you can walk along the beach or you can walk around the hotel grounds, you can go up and down the stairs rather than take the lift. If you can use that gym and use it with that goal of getting strong or maintaining your strength, not just burning off food, but thinking about can I keep hold of the muscle I've been working on if you've been doing weights regularly if you haven't currently been doing weights, if you've got access to a gym that you don't normally have access to, that's amazing. Like you could go in there and you'll often find there's not many people there. So you can just test things out. You can try some machines. You can do things that you maybe have done before or come across online. You can test stuff. You could follow some of the, the workouts on my Instagram page. You could message me and I'll happily give you some ideas of what to do. But that would be an amazing thing to do. Just learning new things or just moving your body in ways that feel good and no one feels great when they when they overindulge and do nothing equally no one feels great when they restrict themselves and avoid all the things they want to have when they're out eating or when they're at the buffet and if they've failed to relax and they're always just thinking about their weight so there is a middle ground and having a great time while still taking care of yourself and not thinking about calories and overthinking food choices, but still making conscious choices, like that can be done. And that's an amazing place to be. And it's something a lot of my clients are experiencing this summer um, for for the first time for a lot of them. And it's it's awesome to see that. And it comes through practice, practicing the mindset that you want to have around food, proving to yourself regularly that you can eat foods that you love like nothing is bad nothing is going to ruin your progress on its own and consciously mindfully eating those foods will make it a really enjoyable experience and remembering there's no no food that you can eat that means you need to feel guilty like food and guilt don't go together if you enjoyed it fantastic if you didn't that's cool what can you learn from that for next time if you take a useful lesson and you realise that wasn't worth it, 
and next time you make a different choice and you've turned that into a really positive experience that helps your future self so eating amazing food and great nutrition and resting relaxing and still moving your body in ways that feel good that is that middle ground that we're looking for so having a plan for this really does help too like thinking about how can i enjoy the best stuff and still feel great this can come from like observing the buffet in the first couple of days and deciding what's worth it and what's not this can come from if you're like self-catering or you're somewhere else where you're out at restaurants or whatever the food situation just you'll have an idea of what you love most and what you want to try and what you think "Mm, i've tried those kind of things before they're they're tasty but they're not exceptional and they don't they're not worth the calories they're not worth the feeling i get after and having that distinction can be really helpful it's also helpful at christmas when you've got all these options available like quality street and mince pies and homemade roast dinners and pigs in blankets it's like if you're deciding out of that which of these things are worth it there's often a list that can be made some things are generic some things you can get in various places they're not super special whereas other things are pretty special like you can't get them very often they might be homemade they might be like rare things for you so they might be the things you decide that's worth it and then the portions still make a big difference as well and that's where the mindful eating can really help to have a smaller portion but enjoy it even more and thinking about can you still get protein and veg and fruit because they will always be helpful and we'll always feel our best when we've got some protein in our day and some fruits and vegetables we thrive on the nutrients that they contain so can you get those into your meals still at least one or two of the meals in the day and taking those small portions if you're out being okay with leaving food behind knowing that you get served a standard portion size and that's not going to suit everyone so it's not bad to leave food and have food thrown away like it's just it's wasted much more in your body than it's wasted being put in the bin and leaving things that aren't great will make you feel so much better in the long run as well if you're at the buffet that's where it's really helpful just to take small small amounts so you don't end up having to have a moral debate about leaving food behind you've just taken little taste tests and then decided from there but even so if you end up leaving food it happens and it's much better to leave it than to eat it and regret it if you're going out for dinner it's that same principle of small portions leaving stuff behind and could you share some of the foods like could you share the dessert if you fancy the dessert could you share the chips some things will come with chips or salads and maybe if you're out with with a partner or friends one person might have chips the other person might choose salads and you could share them both or you could make a selection of like what's worth it out of this meal if it's burger and chips would you maybe have half the bun or leave some chips if you had an indulgent main could you have a really light starter or dessert or say no to one of those or both of those if you wanted drinks could you then have like the sorbet for dessert or something really light there what's worth it and what could you leave behind this time knowing again that you can have if you say no to drinks this time you could drink another time same with any of the other components of that meal that just reminding your brain of that can often help because in the moment we kind of we can want everything because it's holiday time how many drinks do you feel best on as well like thinking where you might be likely to overindulge whether it's alcohol whether it's anything else like how many do you want to have like making that decision ahead of time 
also helps to make it much more likely that you'll you'll stick to that and come away feeling great and thinking about different strategies as well like certain types of drinks some people find are helpful like a a gin and slimline tonic for example going for that versus going for red wine or all sorts of other low calorie drinks could work in that situation drinking slowly as well like drinking from your opposite hand is a really good technique that a few clients have found very helpful and that's because if it's in your normal hand you can easily just be mindlessly sipping and drinking and and not really noticing it It becomes a bit of a habit whereas if you're drinking out of your non-dominant hand you're very aware of what you're doing because it feels a bit weird so that helps you to keep track of how much you're drinking and it's the same with food as well if you're reversing your cutlery you're eating the other way around that can often make quite a difference in how conscious you are of of what you eat and putting your knife and fork down in between bites and that kind of thing those strategies can can make a surprising difference having soft drink in between alcoholic drinks is another one that's often really helpful and then thinking about when you come home from holiday first key point would be making sure you've got your normal foods and great nutrition in stock as soon as possible so for a lot of people this could be ordering an online food shop to come for the day you get home or the like first thing the day after so the food's there and ready to go and if you don't do online shopping just maybe picking up some bits on the way home and then knowing you're going to get to the supermarket the next day and get the big shop in so minimizing that gap between arriving home and having your normal foods in stock and being back into routine it's easy to lose a few days and come home and maybe have a takeaway because there's no food in the house and then the next day you're unpacking and sorting stuff out and it's kind of the time can kind of drift away and it ends up being a few days before you're back to normal eating and we tend to then go for takeaways or things that are just easy to put together and have as a meal but they're generally not fresh fruits and vegetables and good quality protein a lot of the time so having those things as, as quick as you can will make a big difference and you might want to come back and just really focus on that nutrition protein fruit and veg in particular if you've had some lovely indulgent foods away and you you know you had more carbs more fats on holiday coming back and just having a bit of a lighter start to the week when you're home can be really helpful it's important to like not come back into diet mode and think you've got to cut these things out and carbs are bad and fats are bad it's not that you could come back and just have normal food carbs fats all good and you'll still include them anyway to a degree but if you thought you know i come back i feel a bit bit bloated a bit lethargic i'd actually feel great just for letting my body use the carbohydrate stores that it's got and i'll just have one or two meals with less carbs i'll make sure i'm not having lots of fat in my meal choices i'll just keep it quite lean fill it up with fruit and veg so i'm still satisfied still feel great and then in a few days time you tend to feel a lot better and you're back into routine and then just getting back to normality that what feels best for you can work really well if you find you come home and you your weight is up a little bit as well it's often the case we will weigh a decent amount of pounds more than when we went and a lot of that is water weight the vast majority in fact will be water weight unless you've had thousands and thousands of extra calories while away then you won't have gained significant body fat in that time you might have gained a pound or two of fat if you have overeaten by a good few thousand calories and that's very easy to do on holiday when you're eating out particularly but if you have um important thing there is to not beat yourself up to know that's totally normal totally fine and just getting back into routine will mean you'll be back to where you were pretty quickly and knowing that if you've gained fat or not you'll 
you'd still be gaining water weight just from those kind of choices and often from travel. So that will likely drop off over the course of that first week if you're just back to normal stuff. The only way it doesn't is if you feel like you've now regained all the weight, you're back to square one, and then you emotionally eat for a few days after because you're frustrated about it. If you avoid that and you're just back to what works best for you, you've got protein, lots of nutrients, then your body will start to use use up the extra carbohydrate stores it's probably got. And when you use up carbohydrate stores, you release the water that's stored with it. And that's flushed out of your body over the next few days. And then you're back to kind of seeing a more accurate representation of your weight. And it often drops pretty quick in the first few days. And that's not body fat, that's a water weight. So it shows that it was water weight that made it go up and it was water that comes down. Fat loss happens over a much slower period of time. So understanding like the daily fluctuations on the scales and how it can be impacted by travel, carbohydrates, different sleep patterns and that kind of thing can really help to see the number and not be affected by it, to know it's just a number and then get back to those habits and routines that work for you and that's how you create fantastic progress. You could decide you might not want to weigh yourself for a few days when you get back. It, it won't be particularly accurate in terms of body fat loss anyway. You might want to do it because you'll see it drop over that first week of being home. Either way, treating it as just a number that's not the, the absolute correct, accurate representation of where you're at and not feeling bad about it is really important and not restricting if you come home and feel like you need to lose weight just getting back into routine perhaps dropping reducing carbs and fats a little bit as i mentioned but keeping focused on what's a healthy balanced relationship with food here like sometimes dropping those things a little bit just getting more nutrients in works really well but ultimately we just want to have a balanced diet and that is best for our health and our well-being and then where's my next bit of what i wrote um, getting back into routine is the key thing. No restriction, and maybe just reflecting. Like, what was what was good about that trip? Like, did you notice things that you're proud of? Like, things that you did differently? Habits that have improved? Choices that you think, yeah, that was actually a great choice. I was more active, or I was more selective with what I ate. I drank less, or I left certain things behind that I would have normally eaten. I didn't like snack on the crisps and nuts that were at that place where I normally would have done thinking about anything that you are proud of if you went out from a walks or you went to the gym or you did something fun and active there's so many little opportunities while you're away to to create those kind of wins and it's really really helpful to look back and reflect on what was great like what did I do well what am I proud of so then your brain gets to kind of acknowledge when you've done something different that's where we need to kind of really recognize it and feel good about it so it's teaching the brain that that feels a good thing to do like in the moment it might not have been the number one thing you wanted to do but if you left that food behind or you went out for that walk then the sense of pride and that little hit of dopamine that you get from reflecting on it and feeling good about it it helps you to remember that your well it helps your brain to remember that habit part of the brain it will remember to do it again next time because it knows that that felt like a good thing to do. And that's how you start to build different habits and different patterns when you're away and in, in any situation. And then it's helpful to think about like anything you do differently next time. If you feel like you did overindulge a bit, there's things that you wish you hadn't had or wish you'd done a bit more exercise or anything like that. That's just really useful to, to note down as well to remember actually next time I'd feel a bit better if I did did this thing instead. 
and then you're gaining useful insights that help your future self when she goes away next time so it's coming back to you either win or you learn you either did things great that you can be proud of and you had an amazing time or there's a few things that you could change next time to come back feeling even better and remembering those and doing those next time turns it into a really big win and that's a useful practice at any point in any any week it's helpful to reflect on things that went well that you're proud of and things that you want to do a little bit differently next time because none of us have this perfectly no one has the best lifestyle that's perfectly balanced and always makes the best choices it's just seeing what works for you what makes you feel happy and helps you get to the goals that you've got and having no guilt no judgment around those things you do differently is also important so if you notice i did overindulge or i did this thing that i wish i'd done different it's then quite easy to end up beating yourself up about it and feeling feeling bad feeling guilty but that never helps that just shuts our brain down from learning anything from it we just we feel bad and then we want to just forget about it and move on if you're treating it with just curiosity compassion learning something and feeling good about the fact that you're taking a useful insight that opens the brain up to remembering it feeling good about it and wanting to then do that different thing in the future throughout summer as well whether you're away or not well whether you're away you may not be able to do this when you're away i'm basically going to say lifting weights is really helpful throughout summer lifting weights and keeping walking where possible so if you can lift weights when you're away great obviously you don't have to do that if you are taking a break sometimes that's a really good thing too but keeping active keeping walking and ideally doing doing resistance training lifting weights whenever you can that helps massively to help you feel at your best through the summer and helps you be fitter healthier stronger supports you having a higher metabolism as well so you'll you actually put in the potential extra calories to good use getting fitter and healthier and stronger and you just feel better when you're doing these things and it's having massive long-term benefits to the rest of your life as well your quality of life when you're older bone density muscle mass strength well-being it's always a good time to lift weights and when you're prioritizing your health and fitness and you're moving regularly you're more inclined to take care of your nutrition as well and to not overeat it tends to become a positive spiral so having that focus on what can i do for my health and fitness this week it's always helpful in any situation knowing it doesn't have to be perfect and it will change if you're away but you can still do plenty of things that are great for you and it's not about needing to lose weight and that being the sole focus it's about feeling great and it will support weight loss too but when it's done with that mindset of i'm doing this for my health and fitness and happiness my well-being i know it makes me feel great even if i don't like it in the moment i know i feel great after that's how we tend to get the best results and we're consistent enough to create them and then be able to sustain them and it's the same with sleep as well sticking to that routine not just staying up late for the sake of it like knowing that particularly if you're going through perimenopause which a lot of my clients are you feel so much better when you've got a regular sleep routine and going to bed at a decent time getting up at a decent time and potentially that means you might have time for yourself in the morning as well if you've got family members who are also up at um, in the morning if you've got a schedule that means you can get up and take some time for you go for a walk do some journaling or some reading like that could be a game changer as well for how you then feel for the rest of the day just 
the sleep routine in general, getting the sleep that you need will often come just from having that set bedtime that just works for you, that you just keep on going with, even in those times when it's easy to stay up scrolling or watching Netflix. You feel so much better for not doing that and getting a decent night's sleep. Always remembering as well, in any situation, throughout the summer, you can't ruin it. It's really normal to gain a few pounds of weight at any point, like when there's social things happening, lots going on, but if it comes on quick, it will go off quick too. If it comes on quick, it's water weight rather than fat. And all you ever need to do is make your next choice a great one. Eat when you're hungry, seek nutrition, stop when you feel satisfied, go for a walk when you can and not restrict, not feel guilty, and you're on track when you do that. Enjoy the things that are really worth it, and focus on making memories as well. In the summer, Like having fantastic, fun, good times with people that you love, that's what it's about. And then when you've got the structure and the routines around it, you've got nutrition to come back to, you're mindful in the moment still, you're present and you're focused on, like, am I enjoying this, is it worth it? If yes, fantastic, go for it. If no, then you can feel great for stopping at that point when you feel satisfied. And when you're in your 80s and 90s as well, this is helpful to think about. You'll want to look back and remember the fun times you had with your friends and family, getting in photos with people, like having some tasty food, but also just being present and enjoying enjoying being with them, but also taking care of yourself so that you actually, you're fit and healthy when you're 80 as well. But you want to look back and remember the fun, not the weight that you were or how guilty you felt for eating ice cream or fish and chips or anything else. You want to look back and remember, I had a great time and I'm really pleased that I looked after myself around those times because now I'm 80 and I'm still walking, I'm still fit and strong. It's that balance, it's always that balance. But it's enjoying those moments, food and non-food related, and then getting back to healthy routines that make you feel great as well. And that work that you put in, it will pay off. Even if you don't see it on the scale straight away, it will be making a difference. And as long as you keep going, you will see that start to happen. And actually, we're speaking to a client about this only a few days ago. Um, There's a really good analogy for this in the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he talks about what it takes to melt an ice cube. And when you have an ice cube and the temperature is below freezing that ice cube will stay frozen, right? If it's massively below freezing and you start to raise the temperature by a degree and then another degree and another degree, all the while it's still below freezing, nothing changes with the ice cube. It's still exactly the same. But if you keep increasing that temperature by a degree until you get to to zero, to melting point, then suddenly the ice cube starts to melt. And it's the same with a lot of our habits and it's the same with when it comes to weight loss. It's a very applicable analogy that... You can be doing these things and you can be chipping away and building better habits, making better choices, and yet they haven't added up quite enough yet to that melting point where the weight suddenly changes, but that doesn't mean it's not having an impact. Adding another degree and a degree and a degree to the temperature is making a difference to that ice cube and it just needs to reach that tipping point before then that work of increasing the temperature actually starts to make a noticeable change. And it's the same with your habits. Every choice, every positive choice that you make, it is getting you closer to seeing that change happen. It's not wasted effort. It's just results you don't see yet. But you are creating them and you just have to keep going in order to see them come to fruition. 
So hope that's helpful and thank you as always for listening. If you need any help or have any questions, feel free to drop me an email. It's hayley at hayleyplumber.co.uk or come find me in the links in the show notes to my Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day and speak to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, if I can help you in any way, please feel free to get in contact with me via my website, hayleyplumber.co.uk or come find me on Facebook or Instagram and I would love to connect with you. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll speak to you soon.